I think there's so much that's not said about sex in our country, even from an educational level. The one thing they teach about is how to get pregnant or how to not get pregnant, but they don't really talk about sex as a point of pleasure for women. Part of that creates a place where women aren't empowered around their own sexuality and their own sexual selves. And from a purely entertainment point of view, to create a more with a female lead that's empowered with her own sexuality is a powerful thing. This borderline incoherent and 100% creepy quote is from Ashton Kutcher in a statement supporting feminism. I think women are better than men. They are stronger, more evolved. You can tell especially when you have daughters and you see their early stages. They are just leaps and bounds beyond boys immediately. This is a quote from Ryan Gosling. These are just two of the many male celebrities who are sometimes cited as male feminists in listicles. But all this self-congratulating by male celebrities for standing up for women's rights seems to pale in comparison to the contributions to the feminist movement by Atlanta-based radio personality turned MC who had become known to the world as ludicrous. His debut album, which rightfully claims both men and women can be hoes, would go on to become three times platinum, catapulting his career into the stratosphere, which culminated with his eventual launch into the actual stratosphere in the 2021 film Fast 9. Strap in, Tyrese. We're about to blast off as we review Ludacris, back for the first time. This week on... Welcome to Gold Don't Rust, the only podcast about hip-hop that puts your nostalgia on trial. My name is Pat Llewellyn, and today we got a lot of punchlines. We're getting silly. We're having fun, because we are discussing Ludacris back for the first time. But before we get into this, let me introduce my co-host. Everybody's back today. We're all here. We have with us, as always, the prom king himself. It's Mr. Andrew Barrow. Yo, what's going on, man? Andrew Barrow here. You already know. Um, yeah, I'm a dad, and that's what Freshly happens. dadded up. Yeah, Freshly yeah, dadded. yeah. Fresh. It's still got the scent of placenta on me. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> it's, uh, it's almost as if you're back for the first time, Drew. It is. It is wow. like that. <laughs> That was so fucking lame. And here he is. You heard him already. It's everybody's favorite curmudgeon. You probably know him as King Petty. Captain Dad Jokes is Rick Strip Jr. I'm glad you said it because I was about to say it's fucking the dad joke god over here. Yeah, Captain Dad Jokes. That's Let's your go. nickname. Is that one more complimentary or are you less upset about that one? I've never been upset. I'm just saying okay. you have a bias. That's all. <laughs> that's so funny. It's so funny. It's almost like you treat me ludicrously, Patrick. Oh, my God. There's another <laughs> that's one. That's so funny. 
He's on a roll. Like, I'm, right I'm just now. over here trying to chill, and you're just trying to, like, you're just disturbing the peace. <laughs> He's oh on a roll. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you have any more? That's so funny. I'll save the rest for the pod, bro. That oh, is okay. so funny. He is about to be <laughs> ultra God. corny, and it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be the punniest episode we've ever had. Ever. So now that I made nine jokes about it, why don't you tell them what, what album we're talking about? That's right. Well, we talked, we said it a couple times. We are talking about Ludacris back for the first time. Yes. Rick, do you want to tell us about this album? I would love to. This album just turned 21 years old. It was released. You can o- drink now back for the first time. Yes. October 17th, 2000. It was released on a combo of Disturbing the Peace and Def Jam South. It was actually pretty much entirely Luda's, so it was technically Luda's solo debut, but he had an independently released album called Incognito. Yeah. That is, I won't go into too much about it tonight, but if you're interested, look up the history. It's probably the, the greatest independent selling album of all time. Yeah. Um, he and he did, did it all it, himself. Marketing-wise and everything yeah, is yeah. just like, he was ahead of his time with that. That's, that I do know. I didn't mean For to cut sure. you off. So that got him notoriety and then back for the first time was pretty much incognito minus three tracks plus another four so it's it's almost the same album yeah when it came out it debuted number four on the charts which for an unknown artist was pretty dope yeah uh, 133,000 the first week and it has since gone three times platinum <laughs> there was three singles uh what's your fantasy of course was released right before the album came out which is kind of what got him his buzz nationally and then southern hospitality and Ho, actually, were singles. Oh. Um, yeah, and that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's about all the background we need. I'm sure we'll go over the rest of Mr. Chris Bridges himself. I guess the only other thing worth saying is what, what initially got him buzz, besides Incognito, was he was actually a, a radio DJ. Yeah. Um, at okay. uh, Hot 97.5 in Atlanta. He was, that explains he was, some things for me, actually. That, he was called Chris Lava Lava. Which is why he calls himself Lava Lava all over this album. But his personality on there is kind of what got him some connections in the game. And then he did a couple songs with some big names, which we'll get to later. And that's what got him his notoriety and got him signed. Yeah. It's it's wow. It's interesting because I knew I knew a lot of that, which lets me know I really I really I'm a ludicrous fan. I mean, I don't really think about it, but I'm like, yeah, I know all of that. What's crazy about it to me, and the last thing I'll say is background before we get into our, our personal shit, is that um, how Luda came up and how this album came along literally can't exist anymore. It was like one of the last times where you could kind of organically, because you know, there wasn't really, there was internet then, but that's not how Luda got big. No. He literally got big by making, making copies of his CD and selling it out his trunk. Right. The, the entirety of the game wasn't social media right. clout. So Luda was almost like the last of a dying breed, and he didn't know it yet. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not really a dying breed. I mean, I would say people like Rome Streets are doing that right now. That man doesn't even have many Twitter followers. Yeah, it's just a I mean? totally just different game, crushing. though. It's a different it's way. It's so much easier to it. get your music to people, even if you're right, not pushing yeah. it that way. The last person right. I know that did it like that, and, you know, unfortunately, rest in peace, was Nipsey Hussle. Right. That's who, Which that was, was the last person. It was kind person of around was, the same time, wasn't it? Um... Two no. years later, maybe. This is this is. Late. I mean, this is years later because Nipsey dropped in like oh nine. Oh, was it that much later? Right. Yeah. Okay. And then like the big mixtape for him that he was selling out of the trunk was Crenshaw, and he was selling that for a hundred dollars a pop. 
Right. And he sold right. a thousand of them or like 10,000 of them or whatever have you. And and Ludo wasn't the first, especially in the South, he wasn't the first guy to independently get big, but he was the first guy to independently get big by himself that I'm aware of. Mm. Like, like No Limit did it and Cash Money did it, but they did it with a, a group of people and a team. Yeah. Ludo pretty much just made his album and fucking sold it himself. His business acumen was almost as good as his rapping at that point, like to get himself out there. He's he's definitely trying to hustle, and this all answers questions for me. We'll get into my comments right. about the album okay. as we go through it. Okay. So let's do what we always do. Let's discuss our personal personal relationships to this album, and today we will begin with Andrew Barrow. Yes, sir. This album for me is is definitely special. So I remember this album. Me and my friends we used to listen to this all the time in middle school. Like all of us. Uh, my boy, my boy Ninja, uh, salute to him. He actually had it, so we would listen to it over and over and over and over. We, I honestly, I just, I just, I just loved. I loved the punchlines. I loved this the aggression of it all. It was funny. It was just such an entertaining album. And Ludacris was actually the first rap concert I ever been to. It was ninety two Q Summer Jam, and like what, like Blue Cantrell was there. Uh, Sunsh- Sunshine Anderson was there. <laughs> uh, Lil Bow Wow. It wasn't Bow Wow. Jesus. It was Lil Bow He's still Wow. Low. He wow. was a child. He was low then. And yeah. then and then Ludacris. Oh, Exhibit was there as well. That oh, shit ooh. was hard. Exhibit did his thing. And then Ludacris was the headliner. Now you just narrowed it down to, to literally two years of time. Yeah. And then Ludacris <laughs> was the headliner. And I remember it because he opened up the show. They made a point to be like, hey. There's going to be no cursing, no profanity, blah, blah, blah. Exhibit got on stage. He was cursing his ass off. He was like, fuck all that. Ludacris comes on. Lights go black on stage. And he's rapping the verse, the acapella, the acapella beat on this. Like, oh, boom. mouthing off? Oh, yeah. Mouthing yeah. off, yeah. And yeah. he's just rapping that shit. And That's me awesome. and my homie, we're rapping it out loud. And my, and my dad's sitting there. He's going like this. Just shaking his head because it was so <laughs> raw and just rude and everything about it. And he killed that show. So for me, this album is special. I still listen to it to this day a lot. Yo, I listen heard, to a lot of Ludacris heard. still to this That's day. Dope. All right. All right. All right. Next up, Rick Strip Jr. What's your personal relationship to this one? So this came out uh, my senior year of high school. Obviously, we've said many times I won't go over it too much. I was a huge hip hop head already at that point. It's all I listened to. I definitely got into it when it first came out. I heard What's Your Fantasy. I was interested. It's a different energy than I was usually listening to because I was still kind of stuck on either New York or strictly West Coast sounds. I hadn't really gotten too much into the South other than Outkast. But when the second Ludacris album came out two years later, uh, word of mouth. Word of mouth. I was a sophomore in college, I think. And I got so into that with my homies that I went back and listened to Back for the First Time a lot. And those two albums in tandem came, became a huge part of my uh, college experience. So I wouldn't say I listen to it all the time still now, but I do listen to a lot of Luda. I have like a little mixed playlist. I've probably heard almost all these songs at least a few times over the years, but I was definitely way into this album when it first came out. Okay. As for me, I've... I've heard this, but I I was never checking for Luda like that at any point. I had the only Luda album I had was Chicken and Beer. I remember listening to that a little bit and then never That's really. The third one, right? That's the third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one I, I wasn't into him at this point. I've I the songs like What's Your Fantasy, 
rang as recognizable to me. So did the what's the what's Southern, Southern hospitality. hospitality? Yeah, that one rang. Yeah, the rest of it I'm was pretty much unfamiliar with coming in. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, I really don't. I really I never checked for Luda. All right. So, so let's get going. Get into it track by track. Start yes. this thing off. I would love yeah. to. Okay. Let's do it. You got a problem. Starts with you got a problem. I loved this intro then. I love it now, especially in the context of Ludacris's albums. Not that it matters to this specifically, but Luda became almost kind of known for his his intros being just yeah. him barring the fuck so. out. Um, and I think this is Beats a great everything. a great way to introduce the world to Ludacris. Pretty much just raps and has fun on this album or on this song, which is exactly what Ludacris is. Yeah, right. Um, the beat is done by a guy named Bangladesh. I still like Bangladesh. He's gone on to a lot of other things too. He's worked with Nicki Minaj and shit. He was kind of Luda's in-house guy at the time. It's a very South beat. Yeah, I don't like it. I've I kind of I love it. it. Yeah. I've I always liked I don't it. like it that much. I don't like I don't like the sounds on it. It sounds it is average. So it's this it's is average. an example of why to me sequencing is so important because I don't think this beat in this song would have worked anywhere else other than as an intro. Right. The beat is the beat is simple. But right. it, the point of it is just to let Luda show who he is. Right, he's just right. barring out. Luda, Luda bars out, and he's fun. Like, I don't think there's a single verse on this entire thing where you can go, that was kind of whack. Maybe right. some lines are cheesy. But Luda's, Luda's fuck. he's a fucking incredible rapper. And you can't, one of the first things I noticed right away on this first track, both then and in my re-listens, is that my favorite thing about Luda is not only does he have fun, but the way he says things, like specifically his pronunciation mm-hmm. right. and his enunciation yeah. so well. Like he, he knows exactly how to use his voice. He's clearly having fun and not taking himself too seriously, even though it's a, it's a version of not taking yourself too seriously that's like, I'll also fuck you up. Right. Which isn't always easy to pull off, but he, he knows when to rap fast. He knows when to sound weird. He, he just has a very good idea of what will sound good. And that's quickly evident in this first track too. right he lets it he lets it be known what you're getting into right away and i think right. that's why i like luda he's in your face but in a way that's like you're gonna pay attention regardless doesn't matter you're gonna listen to me whether you like it or not as a huge hip-hop head back then and now i've talked about this with a few other guys fab did it i like when guys like slyly reference other hip-hop just to show that they're also fans mm-hmm Luda mentions almost 10 different hip-hop acts just in this first track. He has references to Outkast, Slick Rick, Do or Die, Sporty Thieves, Juvenile. Yeah, Red Juvenile Man. with like, the 400 Degrees, all that. Right. And there was a stigma in 2000, at least in the area of the East Coast that I lived, that Southern rappers couldn't rap and, and weren't rap, right? It was this thing, and it's kind of carried over. Mm-hmm. Luda not only showed that he could rap, but he showed that he was, he was a student of the game right away. And I think that was important for a guy becoming big out of the South because people were still kind of like, oh, that's just a Southern guy. Yeah. Makes sense, though, too, because, I mean, he comes from radio. Of course right. he's into right. music, deep and heavy. He's a, he's a DJ. He knows how to make his voice sound good. That's right. what he gets paid to do. That's right. his life. And I just think, yeah, I think it's a good intro. What the note I, I, I made about this album more than anything the whole way through, I'll say this up front. I think it rings true for a lot of this. It's clearly ludicrous trying to figure out the formula to make 
sellable music. Right. Yes. Right. This this very much feels like it's being made with the intention of not I'm making art. It feels like it's being made with the intention of I'm making money. That's how this feels to me. It doesn't it doesn't feel like it there's no there's no exploration of anything. It's very very surface level. Every bar is a punchline. I think I Everything can agree with you a, for the most part. Is as a long surface as level song. As long as it's with the caveat that I don't think he's not trying to also make art. It just might not be his primary objective. Right. Like, I think he's trying to make sellable music that's also dope. He's just very right. concerned about if it's marketable and sellable. Yeah, and I think that, that kind of drives what it is. And it, and it brings you into the next one. And an, another thing I have to say with this, too. Too much, too many hooks all over this album. There's too many hooks that are too long and aren't good. See, that's kind of a South thing, though. That's what like they the do. Next, the next song, the hook is... Game Got Switched? Mm-hmm. A, it's I, such a long hook. I love this it's hook, kind of whack. I don't know. I love it. Look, man, Luda be I rapping. I like the energy of it. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah he raps. Alone. The verses are great. Luda's a great rapper all over this next song. This is what I have to say about most of this record. Luda's a great rapper. I don't like this song. He's a great punchline rapper. Right. Also, yes. this is a organized noise beat. Yeah, and I like organized Might not noise. mean a lot to everybody, but like that that's was... That's a big deal. That's Outkast. That's Dungeon Family. Yeah, right. that's a big deal. For Luda's first... You know, even though you got a problem as a song, right? It's an intro. For the first song to be produced by pretty much Southern Rap Royalty... Luda yeah. right away is showing you that like he's trying to take the torch. Yeah. He's trying to right. be the next guy. And he's letting you know that the real ones fuck with him. So you gotta right. so right. you gotta pay attention to me because they they they've been paying attention. Or I can afford it is the other. Is well, the other that option. too. Not his best beat. Or their best beat. I mean, you can definitely afford it. I really love the energy of this song. Yes. Like, I was listening to this driving the other day, and I was, like, yeah. literally rocking in my driver's seat. Yeah. Listen, Luda's, these, Luda's verses are great. Right. Luda's verses are great on the beat. They're fun. Even if the beat, even the subpar beats on here, and there's a lot of them. Right. Even the subpar beats on here, Luda's fun enough in his delivery that it, his verses are enjoyable. But the song's not good. One of the things you have to take in context, Pat, is, like, think of, like, Little John. Right. right. Not that there's a direct correlation, but... A lot of that Southern rap from that era was not only meant to be fun and party music, they, they wanted like a call and response thing. Yes. So that's these, what they, long, that's what they these were doing. long hooks, the purpose was for people to be able to respond. Like, too many, not enough, not enough hoes, hoes, too, too many, many riches, not enough like, bros. Yeah, the bros. purpose was to try and get. So like, even though it might not be the best for like the, the ear of everyone, he was talking specifically to a to group the of south. people. Yeah, yeah, he made it. Yeah, he yeah. made it. He made it clear. And not only that, he was signed. He was signed on Def Jam South. He right. wasn't signed on Def I, Jam. He I made think it he was very the first, clear. Yeah, I he was one of the, the first. first Def Jam South yeah, release to be yeah. to be up there and and to be released. And it was a big right. deal. He is for the South. So right. if you're not, if see what it is, what I think it is for you is one. Yeah. Yes, you don't like, you know, it's not like, you know, you're like, you're like, okay, this is simple. Yes, it's simple, but it's not connecting with you because, I mean, you're not from the South, but like, that's just, it's not for you. 
<laughs> yeah, it's definitely not for me. That's not even necessarily to say it's definitely good and you're missing it. It's just right. to say that it's a different vibe than a lot it's of It's a completely different vibe about. and I get yeah. and I understand why it's not like connecting. But again, I even feel like on this one though, when I say it's him figuring it out, this hook feels like the hook a person writes before they figure out how to write a good hook. Like yes, it's it sh- it shows potential, right. but it's not good. Yes, I will say that his his lyric writing seriously over or uh, outshines his hook and bridge writing on this album. That's for sure. Yes, way like yeah. the verses. The verses right. are great all over the place, and they're fun punchlines. But it's, it's the hooks, it's the songs, it's the beat selection. Okay, see. it's very much. It feels like. It feels like his first album. Like it doesn't yes. feel like right. Yes, and it feels like the first album he's making to figure out the formula of how to sell how to more sell records. more records. Right. Yes, but I think what it's 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 fun. It's fun doing this. It's fun doing this with you, Pat, because of how you listen to music and like how you how you hear it. I think what and then and then I and then I as as I listen, I'm like, okay, I get why he's doing why why he feels that way. It, it it doesn't make sense to you because it's like, yo, these verses are so good. And then this yeah. hook is fucking shit. Why is it? Why are you? Are you doing this backwards? Oh, you're doing it backwards because it's your first album. But like, if this is your first album, you wouldn't want to do it backwards. And then you're sitting there whole time. You missed you missed three songs because you're right. sitting there trying to figure it out. <laughs> See, like, I actually, what is this? I'm actually glad that the hooks are this, this simple and this ridiculous because I think that's his vibe. They're just I think too long. Yeah. They're, they're, too they're long. long. They're long. They're long. And, the, they and then he and then at the end, like at the my last note for this song was too many hooks at the end of this song. He does too many it hooks. like nine times. God damn yeah. it! Like, come on, it's not a fun listen as an album. I'm, I'm and when the verses are going and Lute is rapping and it's fun, I'm like, oh, this is all good. And then the hooks happen. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, and because at that point, I'm like, and also this beat really isn't that good. Now that I can hear that the beat isn't good, but this right. hook's not fun. Because now, because even the next song, what first and ten, it's this the same type of thing across the board. So I hated this song. I didn't then. like it either. But now I kind of like the concept and the execution of it. And I don't mind I twenty on here either. So I I've always loved I twenty's voice a lot. So the next song is first and ten. Right. It's featuring infamous 2 aka I-20, and Fate Wilson, and it's another one produced by Bangladesh. It's a concept song where the three dudes each take a number, like 10 of this, 10 of that, 10 of that, 9 mm-hmm. of this, 9 of this, 9 of that. Yeah, and they count down from 10 to 1. So the first thing I noticed listening to this the first time a week ago, I mean for the first time in a while, right? Immediately I remembered how much I loved I-20's voice. And then I remembered not really liking Fate that much. And then right away for the first three bars of Luda's first verse, if you can call it a verse, it's what, four bars long? Yeah, there everybody's got four. Immediately I'm like, oh, Luda is a better rapper than these two dudes, right? Right. But then his fourth bar of his first little piece is the worst bar he has on this whole fucking album. Luda? He says uh, something about figure eight in circles. And then he says, did I do that or was it mystical and Urkel? Or, uh, yeah, did oh, I do that? Yeah. that mystical and Urkel. Did I do that or was it mystical and Urkel? Not only does that bar suck a lot, it has nothing to do with the concept of the song and it's wasted. And now you've, you only have four bars to make a point about the number you have for this concept, right? Mm-hmm. So Luda kills the first three and makes a bunch of sly and good references to the number eight. And then he ends it with this fucking weird pop culture mashup of Mystical and Urkel, and I fucking hate it. Well, his second verse in here is also bad. 
Which is the second one? What number do you have? Give me a high five and I'll oh, put yeah. that nine lower than your esophagus, then smack you so hard you have to come with two apocalypse. That's not five. Yeah, neither is five nine. Five stars, 20 rims, yeah. five cars. Yeah. I'll add more, but I had to subtract one from five <laughs> bars. <laughs> his last his last one is saying five minus one is four. I got four bars. Let's go to four. Like, and what's what? really interesting right. about this, this song lame, is it's lame. Like, like Luda goes third, right? So I-20 gets number 10, Fake gets number 9, Luda gets 8. But by doing it like that, they run out of numbers, and Luda's last verse is just saying, Find a 10 and 10 to 1. <laughs> yeah, the song's bad. He's now given a concept song to his two homies on the album, mm-hmm. and he's barely done anything on it. It's a bad it's listen, I really don't know what the fuck this was, but I didn't like it. He was it was it was his it was his attempt to make a posse cut, but it didn't work because the the two rappers that he had on there, they're they're just okay. Luda's the worst rapper on this. He is though. Yeah. Unfortunately. Luda's the worst rapper on yeah. this, man. It's not the other rappers. But that but then but but once again, it doesn't make sense because it's like, well then you don't need this song then you get what i'm saying no yeah. it doesn't need you to don't need you didn't you didn't need it's to put this on here i will also say that uh this beat bothers me because the little sample of strings in the beginning of the beat before mm-hmm. the beat kicks in is the dopest part but they don't really use it that much no so like i like i remember thinking like this is gonna kick in dope so i don't hate this song i think it's okay i i really i I'm never gonna listen to that again. But I do yeah, think the like mystical that. and this Urkel is, line is so bad. The mystical and Urkel line's silly, and then this is the song on here. Even now, listening to it, it's like I I I, I don't know why you put this on there, bro. This song is not good. It's a yeah. it's a terrible it's a terrible posse cut record. I think it was just an attempt to do a uh, an interesting writing concept. Yeah, like he does other other like conceptual ideas, including the next song, which we'll get to, but. This is the only one that's kind of like you have to write a certain way. And I think it was just trying to show off that him and his homies could also write. Right. But it wasn't the best. It just wasn't the best. Yeah. That's all. But then the, the next, next song, song is What's Your Fantasy? Which yeah. is. Yeah. He, now, he destroys it. Maybe I'm going to be hyper, hyperbole Rick, which I do sometimes. But we've talked a few times over these episodes about like top 25 hip hop singles ever. I think this is up there. Yes, it is. As far as like, like pop and and radio single. This is a great pop song. It's a great radio song. It's a great club song. It's perfectly tailored to both genders. Yep. All right. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. All genders, right? <laughs> but uh, Luda really does a good job of showing off his flows on this, which you yes. don't always get to do on a pop song. This song is well executed. Yeah. I mean, to, to make a sex song also seem like a a hard dude song and a radio song yes. is not an easy thing to marry all together. And yeah. uh, I think Luda just kills this shit. He got it with this one. Yeah. To this day. Also eh. produced by Bangladesh, by the way. You don't like this song, Pat? Eh. Nah. Wow. I bang with this one still. I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't like this hook. I think the beat is, I think the beat is nothing special. The hook is, pretty, the hook is perfect. The hook, the hook is perfect is, for the song. It's, it's whatever. And, and he destroyed those verses. Just, he bodied it's, it. It's too much. I think that 
what it is, what it is, the second verse is just like it's downright here's all the places we can fuck, and you don't like. Here's all the different places. No, it's not that it's disgusting. It's just like the second verse is just like here's different locations within a home where we could have sex. But he he explains it in a dope way. It's a whole verse. (laughs) No, he's just saying things. He also references two live crew, which is dope. It's kind of lame. Nah, wow. it's, that shit is hard. Still, I'm very, su- I'm very surprised. I'm very surprised, Pat. It's, it's good. Lame. It's still also, good. It's kind of lame. See, Drew, you were too young, and Pat, you weren't necessarily too I young. Li- listen, you I'm like listening to this for real the first time as a 36 year old man. Right, but I'm I'm saying like in the context of this time, right when this song came out and when this song was big, like I was like. 18, 19 yeah, years yeah, old, yeah. right? Yeah, so you saw you like, saw it differently and, than me. And and like if this shit even even in 2003, 2004 yeah. when I was in college, if this shit came on, it's a rap. Every dude and girl at the party or club or bar wherever you're it's at a is, rap. is is ready to go. Yeah. Okay, and that might be nostalgia and of the time cuz I'm really getting familiar with this as a 36-year-old man. But if this came on it. now, this would still it, yeah, it, it would do the would same it? thing. Yeah. 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 That's not. Maybe this yeah. is. I mean, this is. You need to get out. I keep telling you, got to hang out with more black people, yo. It, this this shit bangs. <laughs> Still, that's right now. Right now, it's whatever to me. I'm te- And and the thing is, and 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 niggas would be like, all right, that's fine. But guess what? You see, you see what all them girls is doing, nigga. I don't give a fuck about what you talking about. I also will say that's what the song uh, does. It does exactly I'm what just, it's supposed I'm to saying, do. I'm saying if it, if it's on, I'm not gonna complain about it. It's fine. Like I don't hate the song, but I'm not gonna listen to this by myself. So I will give it. One I get that. Objective. <laughs> I'm not gonna listen to this. I don't. It's not good. Like I'm not gonna be. Like, I understand it may serve a purpose as a song, but it's not a good song. Like I'm not gonna fucking bump this in my well, car. So by I'll myself. give it one more objective uh, uh, observation I have for it that might make you at least look at it a little different, Pat. Okay. Um, to be a, a pop song or whatever it is, to be a single, sure. um, especially in 2000, right? A lot of the girl songs or whatever you want to call them, sex songs, were all about, like, I'm the man and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck, right? Like, ah, right? Right. This song is asking a girl, what do you want? Even though he doesn't always describe that in the song. He doesn't say what do you want. The second one is just like, no, but the, here's the all the places is, we're going to have The hook sex. is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do shit. He says, I'm going to lick you, which is not a normal thing for a lot of right. guys to offer. Okay. So it was a... It's, it's nice a, of him. He's... Um, it's considerate. He's, he's, he's reaching out to everybody. Yeah, he's, he's letting he's letting the ladies know right. that he's there for you. <laughs> right. And here's all the places that we're gonna have right. sex. Right. That's right. And you I know mean, what look, though? He is saying rip the pants and rip the shirt, rough sex, make it hurt. Yeah. In the garden, in the garden or in the, or dirt. In the dirt. There's nothing wrong with around that. Georgia Brown. That's the way yeah, that I like saying, it. I'm gonna, he's basically on, saying yeah. I'm raping you in the garden. No. 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 He's not saying he's raping you in the <laughs> garden at all, bro. There's a big difference between rough I sex and come on, Pat. I know. She Don't wants it. Yeah. They're having yeah. fun. She's really in. They're having it's fun. It's her fantasy. It's her right. fantasy, it's, bro. It's what she wants. Yeah, it's That's what, what she wants. wants. <laughs> right. She wants all of this. Correct. Yes. So she wants that. Yes. So he's yes. assuming that yes. she just wants it. No, okay. not assuming. He's asking. No, he's not assuming. He's asking her. Yeah, what's your fantasy? And she's like, and she's like oh, okay. yeah, this is what I want to do. And he's oh, like, all right, like, word. Oh, I'll make that happen. she wants to do all yes. this. Okay. Yeah, all right, bet. She wants Let's it in the backseat with the windows up. That's the way she likes to fuck. Right, so he, wa- so he knows that she wants him to use her body. He's being a gentleman. He's being a gentleman That's about a gentleman it. song. Yeah, a he's a hood song. nigga, Pat. What do you expect? What what more do you want? Pat, this is the number one this is the number one hip hop single about consent, is what this is. 
He did uh-huh, a very okay, look. Okay. This is this is this is this is the <laughs> this first. Is really this is the first. This is the Hold first. On. This is very no, progressive I'm in. because I'm in. look, I'm in. No, this is the good. first time that a hood nigga. I'm talking about like a hood nigga. A hood right. nigga was like respectfully, respectfully, <laughs> respectfully, girl. What is Let your fantasy? You what do you want? Respectfully, respectfully what do you want? And he's doing he's doing his best to do it. That's what he's is doing. Is your fantasy for me to be hitting it from behind with your face in mud and my boot right. on the back right. of your head? Is that right. your fantasy? Or do you want to get fucked right. live during an Atlanta Falcons football game? Right. right. Yeah. This is what you want. Or right? do you want it no. in the you back of the Escalade? Only the three of us could make. What's your fantasy about consent? By the way. Yes. That's that's what he's. <laughs> that's what's happening. This is this is this song is very progressive when you think yeah, about it, it now. It is. Uh, He's a feminist. Ludicrous a feminist. The hood, the heart, like and look, look, hood niggas, hood niggas, when they heard this song, they were like, damn, yo, Luda, Luda's right, yo. We can't be going at these girls right. like that in the That's club right. no more. We gotta be respectful. Respectfully, <laughs> bitch. Respectfully, <laughs> bitch. Respectfully. <laughs> Bitch, respectfully, I will fuck the shit out you. Respectfully, respectfully bitch, bitch. is the funniest. But thing I want to ask you, what do you want? Respectfully, okay. Respectfully, do you want me to do that? Tell your homegirls yes? you good. I'm coming at you as a gentleman right now. Uh, respectfully. <laughs> Face down in the dirt. Respectfully, yes, respectfully. though. With respect, sign on this it. consent form. Yeah, yeah. Respectfully, you're gonna babe. blow me at this Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> Respectfully, <laughs> because Respectfully. that's what you want. Because you that's wanted, what you, you want. want. Yeah. You that's what you so. want. Right. I asked what your fantasy is. That's what is you your said. fantasy to blow me at Buffalo Wild Wings? Right. I was like, right. okay, that's fine. I thought that meant yes. Right. Yes. I mean, okay, that's cool. Sure. <laughs> so next we have a skit. <laughs> yeah. This, what is this? Skip. Skit this sucks. This is so fucking stupid. See, this is um, we're we're in the era of hip hop here where um skits were so regular that people thought they had to do them. Yes, right. that's what I said. So there's, f- there's two skits on this album that I'm just like, why are they here? It's and this so is stupid. one of them. Yeah. yeah. It's the worst skit ever. Uh, then we get to Hoodstock. On the album. Hoods, it's, come on. This song yeah. is so South. Yes, it is. Also, I can't find any other evidence of who produced this other than Ludacris himself. It's what it says on every side I could find. And I never knew. Yeah, it says that on mine. I too. never knew Ludacris produced his own shit. Neither Maybe did I. So that's pretty dope. I do like that uh, there's one part in this. So, wait, first of all, Pat, this is another very simple hook, and it, but it's also a very call and response hook, right? Right. They want you to repeat. I like how corny this is because, the, to me, the corniness of this, the lyrics offset the feeling of it, which is very hard. And, like, yeah. I'm going to jump out my car and punch you in your fucking face. I really like Luda's verses here. I think uh, some of his worst... Lines are on this song though, even though it's a great His example of why so Ludacris. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's a great example of why Ludacris so is great because, like, mm-hmm. he says stuff like the um, there's like three in a row, and I think it's the second verse. There's a part about like you got two booties, so you're always wiping your chin or something weird like that. He says some about I lay on the beach, you lay in the snow and make angels, which I guess he's trying to say like he's on vacation or something, but it's a weird line. And then he says something about you'll fall apart like your high school folder, which is the weirdest metaphor in hip hop ever. <laughs> well, his high school, fo- he clearly had like, like those like kind of like cardboardy folders and he would always break them in his backpack. Can you, can you find those bars real quick and make sure I got it right? He just needed plastic folders, man. Is this the second verse you have up? Yeah. It's Maybe the it's the third verse. then. Go to the third. Okay. He didn't have, I guess he didn't there have money no for the plastic, verse. for the plastic folders. 
First of all, he says, uh, you got two booties, so you're wiping your chin, which is weird, right? Oh, yeah, it says, uh, my ice piece dangle, make my chest look older, touch it and fall apart like your high school folder. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> and there's a million things I could think of that fall apart and immediately made me think of falling apart that aren't a folder from high school. It's just weird. Right. It's very specific. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had one folder in high school. It fell apart. It fell apart. I do like, in retrospect, I like the one, the, the one line that's kind of like a, it's kind of a jab at Puffy, to be honest. Almost got yeah, signed puff, with puff, 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 but I think uh-huh. I'll pass. I think I'll pass, yeah. That's um, a good which is true. He almost signed a bad boy. But it almost comes off as a diss now, listen back to it. Yeah. I mean, if he's dissing Puff, it's probably for good reason. Yeah, this song is, it's not great, but it's very Southern. Like, when I, when I feel like I want to just hop around in my car, I'll put this on. Yeah. It's fine. It's it's the the song the song is fine, but I do like the call and response of it. I get yeah. why this song is good. I understand this is one of those songs, and I've seen it performed live. Right, the song it 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 does it does what it's supposed to do. Put it that way, for sure. All right, fair enough. So let's keep it let's keep it moving. Next up, we get have off me, get off me. This is um, uh, featuring Pastor Troy and produced by Jermaine Dupree, which. Without giving my opinion on the song, once again, he's got two Southern legends co-signing him here. So now we've already had... Who is Pastor Troy, even? Pastor Troy is... uh, If if you're Southern and you grew up in the 90s, you know Pastor Troy. Troy. He's he's a legend. He was kind of like Lil Flip before Lil Flip, if you know who Lil Flip is, Pat, Mm -hmm. which I think you do. Yeah, for uh, out, out, out in Houston. Yeah, Pastor Troy was like the guy for the 90s era, if you lived Mm -hmm. in Texas. I never liked Pastor Troy at all. I don't like Pastor Troy, and I don't like him on this song. Yeah, I didn't like this song then. I don't really love it now. I think maybe no. I just don't get it. Like, the other ones, I feel like I'm, I'm uh, being transported to that era of the South. This one, I feel like I'm, no one knows where to take me because I just couldn't possibly understand this because I don't think Pastor Troy is good at all. I, I get what they're doing here, and I, I'm sure this song was huge in that area, but this right. is one of my least favorite songs. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. I don't think this song is for us. That's what it is. Right, yeah. yeah. But the hook is, um, is genuinely not good. I mean, yeah, the hook is nothing. Luda's verses are great on this, though. Yeah, and yeah. That's, that's the, exactly the problem with this song to me is, you know, I understand Pastor Troy is like Southern hip-hop royalty. And yes. I understand he has a lane, and he's good at his lane, and he has a fan base. But putting him on a song like this with Luda and letting Luda do what he does... Pastor Troy seems like a terrible rapper. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. And that's unfortunate because I don't think that's really what Pastor Troy is or is supposed to be ever. But because Luda is such a better sounding rapper, it immediately sounds like, who's the fuck is this guy on this song? Yeah. He, Which he is unfortunate. Just, he he, he just bodied him on this right. entire song. Bad, bad. It didn't, it didn't match up. No. Yeah, that's a very that's a very fair assessment of what's going on like, in this track record. Right? Fully yeah. admittedly, when I first heard this song, I did not know who Pastor Troy was. I was not tapped into that shit. I didn't know. I thought this was just one of Luda's little whack homies in his crew who he yeah, let get on I the song. Realize, I didn't even realize that this was like a big a big name. Right. So I think this was just kind of like a, you know, more of the I'm taking the torch, look who I'm I'm getting a cosign from, but unfortunately it doesn't work on this one to me. Right. And what, oh, the next one is great though. Next one is yeah, one you Mouth were kind of talking about before. Mouth and off. Yeah, I like Mouth and off. Featuring still, four it's eyes. Still great. This 
was my favorite song the first time I heard this album and the first few times. Because at that point in my life, I was doing a lot of freestyling and rapping with my friends, like little ciphers. And this just felt like they had a mic on while they were just fucking around. I mean, straight up. I mean, yeah. I make I make niggas eat dirt and fart dust. Yeah, it's just punchlines. Give lines. you an eighty dollar <laughs> gift certificate to pussies, pussies are us. Like, yeah, come on, bro. So there's actually a Luda interview yeah, you, can, you can find where the, like the next bars right after that Luda has said are his favorite bars he ever wrote. Mm. I'll eat the whole pizza and leave nothing but the crust, so you can feel what it's like to be a whatever. See more butts. Yeah, yeah. and then he says, yeah. uh, a sack oh. with no nuts and a Mac with no sluts. Give me a full body massage and I still can't be touched. Yeah. Luda has said a million times that's of everything he ever wrote, which is crazy to me. But it also tells me that he comes from just, just wanting to rap with the boys. Yeah, just rapping. That's the, like he, he's just rapping. Because then Four Eyes comes on and kills it too. My only problem with yeah, this. Yeah, it just so, feels like freestyles. So I mm-hmm. love that there's a beatbox beat for it. Mm-hmm. Um, feels like freestyles. My man. only problem with this is I feel like Four Eyes raps a little too long. He does. Yeah. He does. If he, he's getting more bars than Luda, and that's weird. I just, I love that this is a, something like this ages well to me because it just sounds like hip-hop, like at its rawest form. Mm-hmm. It's still good. Heard. All right. Well, I think this is a good place to take a break. We're halfway through. Let's go. Right. So uh, let's, uh, let's take our, our break, and we'll be right back with the rest of our discussion of Ludacris back for the first time. We'll be back for the second time to finish up our discussion. <laughs> back for the second time. <laughs> On. I have, to, I have to tell you guys, I have been listening to a lot of Joe Rogan lately. And I am fully starting to understand that this cancel culture that we live in, it's, it's fucking bullshit. Okay, like if listen, I understand you may have your feelings, whatever. But like if if you take a man's ability to make money, it's like taking his life. It's like murder. Like, do you want to murder? Like, why are we out here murdering people? Like, like you everybody's out here trying to like oh i'm gonna cancel the next person i'm gonna cancel the next person that's why i was really happy for today's sponsor today's today's episode of gold don't rust is brought to you by the baby's platinum pacifiers that's right everybody's out here they want to fucking cancel the baby so the baby's doing the most wholesome shit imaginable you can't fuck with this style the baby is making designer pacifiers for your actual babies what's more wholesome than a baby how can you cancel this man god it these are the flyest pacifiers you've ever seen he's got the rock star rock star is a platinum diamond encrusted pacifier just on the outside, not the part that goes in your baby's mouth. That part is pacifier. But the outside of it, super fresh. He's also got no dribble. That shit looks like a basketball, and it's fresh. He's also got peephole. That one's just black, and it's really problematic. He probably shouldn't have made that one. But still, don't cancel this man. 
You're going to be walking outside. You're going to see a baby on the street. You're going to say, that baby's so fucking fresh. How did that baby get so fresh? And then you could turn around and say, blame it on baby. Blame it on baby that this baby's so motherfucking fresh. Listen, you want to cancel the baby? Well, he's about to cancel your baby's crying, bitch. You want to shut up the baby? Nah. How about he shuts up your baby? Cancel the cry and stay pacify with the baby's platinum pacifiers. Free baby. Yo, what's going on, man? Andrew Barrow here, Gold Dome Rust. You already know what it is. We're over here just realizing that Ludacris is the first hood nigga to be a consent, you know, out here, out here, you know, trying to be he's consent. He's an advocate. He's a, re- he's he's a real advocate. advocate. He's, he's a, a real feminist. feminist, he's a feminist. And I enjoy yeah. that. I like that. And I would like to continue to talk about it. Let's go. All right, we're back in to Stick 'em so. Up featuring Track UGK. Nine. So yeah. it's another one produced by Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't love this beat. I don't either. Where's the drums? I, I like this song. I don't love the beat. Um, it's another Southern cosine, right? Mm-hmm. He's got UGK, UGK. now. Mm-hmm. I also think Luda sounds great with these two dudes. Like... One of my favorite things about UGK has always been that Pimp and Bun were so different sounding and they sounded great together. Mm-hmm. And Luda fits kind of right smack in the middle of that. And I think this is a cool song to show off what Luda does different and how he fits with some legends. Because I think all three of these guys kill this shit. I did too. And even though I, there's no drums, it's, it's just, it hits. It just, it feels more subdued than I expected from Ludacris with UGK. Uh, like I said, there's no drums. I mean, the the hook's kind of lame, too. I understand it's a Southern-style hook. I, I guess maybe I just don't like that, personally. It's a matter of personal taste, and I don't really like it. But I also don't I don't necessarily think it's any good, either. So, I, I don't know. I really don't like that. Ludacris has a good verse. He always does. But do you, the do you song like, you like is not good. You like Bun and Pimp on the song? Not really, no. No. Interesting. That is no, I didn't. I didn't like the energy of the whole song. It felt just kind of lazy. I, I do. Uh, I will agree that it's an interesting choice of energy with with UGK because I think they could have went more fun or pimp. But again, this just sounds like the South to me. It is. That's right. that's that's what it is. And I'm a huge fan of Bun B. I like UGK in general. Yeah, me too. So me too. Maybe I'm um, just a sucker for this song, but yeah. I do think that this works much better than the Pastor of Troy feature. Oh, hell yeah. Bun and Pimp can actually rap. So it works well to put them with Luda. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's fine. This it does not it this does nothing. Right, for it did me. nothing for you. Yeah. Which is fine. And the hook's on here. It could have been shorter. It could have said that for four bars instead of eight. Exactly. Yeah. The hooks go on for fucking They just ever. go on forever. Yeah. They, yeah. And then the end of the song is just hooks after hooks after hooks. Do they do that on this one too? Probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they do. Because it's all, yeah. it just every, every song just ends with the hook going a hundred times. And then, like, and then I usually just can't, it's, it's like double the it's amount like of the regular It's like listening to Hanson. 
Yeah, and then it's uh, someone else's voice, like, saying what crew they're representing and where they're from. Right. And the hook's just going 100,000 times underneath that. Which, is, which gets it, annoying. I get it. And it's, it's the end of every single song. Next is a dumbass skit. Yes. It, who fucking... Let's, not, let's just skip the skits. The whole skit. There was, there was no effort put into any of these skits. And so then None the, whatsoever. The next song is Ho. Which I'm really oh. interested to hear what Pat thinks. So I'm gonna want Pat to talk first. Use a hoe. This is the corniest <laughs> fucking thing. What? It's so corny. This song is fucking great. It's yeah, not. It's though. ignorant. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's ignorant. But it's, it's ignorant. fun. Ignorant. It's funny. It's fun. It's ignorant. Oh. He's just calling out. He's just calling out the hoes. I always. Use a hoe. Okay. I, I like how he. He uses ho as parts of words. I right. think it's fun. It's a fun way to write. Like like ho's own layer. This is a fun song. It's a fun concept. Yeah, you do. I think it's playful enough with ho tendencies. Yeah. What's really funny is I found an exact quote too. But I remember this song not recently, but not right when this album came out either. Like a few years later, I remember there being some like backlash about this song. And like women being mad about him having this single that was just about hoes. It's all misogynistic. But but I'll read you Luda's exact quote. He said, if they really listened, I was desexualizing the word. I even call myself a hoe in the damn song. Right. The last last bar, he says, guys are hoes also. Right. Right? Isn't that the last? That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Hoes don't feel so sad and blue because most of us is hoes too. Because most of us is hoes too. So I think it's... It's uh, again, you know, maybe we're talking about Luda being progressive. That's right? what I'm saying. Like, this is more. This is more Luda <laughs> right. being progressive, man. Like Luda's trying to. What Luda's doing is he's trying to normalize casual misogyny because that's what he's Luda being Chris's objective. Because well, he's having fun with it, and I think that's yeah. his point. I think the point is just because I call someone a hoe doesn't mean I'm I'm insulting them. Maybe I'm just being like playful, and I think there's something to that. I feel like I feel like whether or not it's playful is not on the person who's delivering it, but on the person who's receiving it, right? I would agree so people, 99% people, of the time. But if someone's saying, like, it's a hoasis or whatever the fuck he says, and, like, mm-hmm. ho-zone layer, you can't possibly think he's doing anything other than being funny. Hoasis with their single yeah. wonder ho. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how people could listen to this and not see he's just having fun. Right. And I love right. that. Is, and I think it's something silly. that's was it's missing just a from silly song. Then and is missing from it now. It's just, it is lame though. I don't agree. <laughs> I think it's fun. <laughs> I think that I like this song. Really lame. And there's also I wish I knew there, if there was a word for it. And we'll talk about it a lot more in a few songs. But Luda does this thing where he um, he makes his verses almost seem like hooks by having things repeating. Right. Like, like by using the word "ho" so many times in a song called "ho." The whole thing is just a hook. It's very easy to remember the lyrics, which makes people feel more connected. The word ho is a hook here, and you can just think the word ho, and you'll probably be right about the lyric. Absolutely, which is an important thing for your point at the top of the episode, Pat, where you said he was trying to make sellable music. Yep, that's what this is. Yes, if you're you're making something that not only is this funny and fun, but it's also, it has a constant hook throughout it, Mm -hmm. it's well executed on that wavelength of trying to make sure more people want to listen to this and more people like this. Right. Right. Yeah. He knows what it, he's it, doing. It is, it is a, a pop song and it is very much like, you know, 
fifth grade reading level, which is how you need to write, of course, for marketing, right? Because it's how everybody is, you know, accesses something. Like I, I get what he's doing, but again, it feels very much like it's playful and silly, but it's also being made for a purpose. It doesn't it's feel, made f- yeah, you, you know, it's surface. It's that. I also yeah. just think it's hilarious, regardless yeah. of how we like it or don't, or intellectually break it down or don't. I just think, I it's, think it's funny crazy. they named the song "Ho." I think it's crazy. This was a single. Yeah. There was a right. single, a song that came on the radio called, called Ho. Oh. Like, I remember listening to it on maybe Z100. Like, Hot 97 played it as <laughs> is, right? But I remember Z100. listening to it on, like, Z100 or something like that, where they blanked out the word Ho. Uh-huh. And it was like, what are we even listening to right now? Like, might as well just play the instrumental. They would blank it out on the, they, they, they would blank it out on the radio uh, out here, too. But yeah, it, I still love this funny. song. This is one of the ones that when I was listening back, I forgot. I remembered Every single word, and I had a lot of fun rapping along with this in my car. Yeah, because this shit is fun. It's just a fun song. Like driving to pick up my kid from daycare, going, I said that you's a hoe. was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> so rolling that, up mean, to the daycare, but like, also you's understand, a hoe, like, bitch. if you have, <laughs> if you have teenage nostalgia with this, it's fun. If you're really coming to it for the first time in your life as a 36 year old, no, like, what is this fucking no, Mickey I, Mouse bullshit? I'm not. I'm about not, hoes. I'm not enjoying it because I have nostalgia. That's different yeah, sure. than like, no, no, no. I think it's just fun and funny. This is just it. It it, it like does. The world exactly is so what it's fucking serious do. all the time. This album the song called Ho I mean, is that's, hilarious. Yeah, that's 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 just looted. He's not gonna give you some like introspective. Like he could put know, out Ho Part Two right now. Be, it doesn't need to be introspective. No, he could put out Ho to... Part Two tomorrow, and I would bump that shit immediately and all the time. And, and it'll probably have bang no too. Yeah, it's fucking fun. It's fun. It'll probably bang. Big time. Mm-hmm. And, and when other, what other time in your life you get to say Ho so many times? Whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> well, then you should be bumping this like I was jumping around in my car seat. I, I love this don't, shit. I just don't really have the urge to say Ho very That's much. That's funny. That means use a hoe. Use a hoe, bro. Uh, that's probably true. Use a hoe, man. Yeah. Use a hoe. All right. So yeah. the next is another skit that sucks. Yes. What is that? Like, what? I don't know what he was doing with the skit. Ludicrous. I can't. So I, this, I don't, I don't this have one, a, I get I what he was doing, but it's just a weird execution. It's tickets sold out. So it's like him saying, I got three shows, but they're all sold out. Like, it's him saying he's the man. But like, right, why, right. why, though? But I don't know. But it's, but it's so random. Yeah, I don't it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. It just it's just there. So yeah, it's bad. We might as well just keep moving. Stupid skip. <laughs> so the next one is Catch Up, again featuring I twenty and Fate Wilson. Mm-hmm. It's a bad beat. So this is one that on re-listen, I was sad that I didn't like as much because this was probably my favorite song on the album back then. Like this was this became like an anthem, you know, kind of unfortunately. But this is something that me and my boys used to listen to a lot when we were drinking and smoking because of the hook. All this drinking, go and catch up, but we don't give a fuck. Like, this was, yeah. I listened to this song so many times while smoking blunts that it's absurd. I just don't like it. Yeah, it doesn't, it didn't catch me as much now, of it's course. Not, I mean, yeah, it, same for me. It didn't do much for me. The, I could have, the I features aren't it. good. Luda's verses are good. I get so I mean, stuck like on whether West or not Coast I like I 20, though, because. I don't think he's a good rapper, but I really fucking love his voice and delivery a lot. His voice is perfect. So he's like, I don't even that care that he's not saying anything good because he sounds cool to me. I mean, I mean, we 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 should also, I mean, mention Ludacris was definitely the first one out here talking about mentioning Titty Boy, who's now Two Chains before. Yeah, he was play anything. a circle. So he, play a circle. He, he was the one that put Two Chains on, which I think is cool. 
Yes, sir. I think Play a Circle was signed to DTP, weren't they? Yep, they were on DTP. These guys are all right. This song's whatever. It didn't age so well. I don't think yeah. it's a bad song. And I yeah. think it, it still kind of fits what it's going for, but it, it could be... We can move past this one pretty quickly. I mean, yeah. he always lands his verses, though. I will say Luda's verse is good. He lands his he verses. always lands his verses. Always. There's not a single Luda verse on this whole record that I would say misses. There's not one. What, what bothers me with this one is how I've always felt about DTP. They're just not, they're just not good, bro. No. They're not no. good. They're not on the same caliber of, 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 of rapper as Ludacris is. Do you remember when that was a they thing, just though? Can't like, keep up like in with the him, 2000s, the early 2000s, it was like every rapper had a crew of three or four guys that were with them that like really weren't that good, but yep. were on songs anyway. Yep. Same thing with like Nelly and the, and, and, and the St. Lunatics. The they the weren't that good. Same thing with M and D12. Yep. Like, it was just, a, yep. they're just not that good. They're just, it's like, no, why are not. you here? But then the next one. The next one, listen. So this Southern Hospitality, produced by the Neptunes. It takes Shit. until track 14, but we finally got a song that has a good beat, good verses, and a good hook. So it's got all the elements, finally. And when yeah. I said earlier that Luda tries to like make everything almost like a hook, this is the song I was referring to. Mm-hmm. So yeah. by repeating the same word a bunch of times every four bars... Yep. Not only does it become very easy to memorize, but it becomes easy to fake that you know it, even if you don't know it. So like when yeah. this song is playing at a club or at a party or in your homie's car, mm-hmm. you can act like you know this shit, even if you don't. Because like in the first four bars, he says Cadillac, what, six times? Cadillac grills, Cadillac yeah. mills. And by yep. doing that, it becomes uh, a very, very, very catchy thing. Even to the point where if you, if you go back and listen to the last episode, the end of it, when me and Pat were talking about what album we were discussing, I remembered this song vividly, and I could have rapped every word for you for it, but I didn't remember the name of it. Yeah. Because the, the song itself is so catchy. Yep. Southern Hospitality. 20-inch high, 20-inch wide. Right, exactly. Oh, don't you like my 20-inch ride? Yep. And this but is also, this you know, this, this Neptune's beat is very classic Neptune's. Yeah. Some yeah. weird sound good. effects that you don't normally have. Yeah. It's hard. It was a really Still. great video, if you remember the video. Video was great. Yeah, great, great song. Great single. I remember this being on TRL. This was a great song. Yeah, this is a really, really... This is a, a classic song. I right. think this is top 25 hip-hop singles ever. I like this one a lot. You think this is better than What's Your Fantasy as a single? Absolutely. I think okay. it's a better song. It is a better song. I don't agree, actually. I think it's a much better song. Even from a... Even I think it's a, a better execution. Music, I think even from a pop music songwriting standpoint, this is a better song. And hey, he did figure it out. It all worked out for him. For he sure. Did. He's all still right, going. And, uh, the next song, it's the What's Your Fantasy remix. I mean... It's not good. I'm going to have a hard time saying anything about this song without sounding sexist. Yeah, but Apple not, Music... Apple Music, by the way, has a version of this. It sounds like it sounds like someone played the CD in a room and then someone recorded that on their iPhone and then put it on <laughs> Apple Music. I don't you know why it sounds like that, but you're it almost terrible. better off because, like, it's not I don't know. Good. I already said I love this song as is. I right. don't know why we need a Trina verse and a what was it, Foxy Brown verse? Right. We didn't yeah. need it. We didn't need any of it. And Sean, especially you could have got better. Yeah, the Sean like, Throw Debrat on here. Throw Missy on here. 
Well, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. You could you you if you're if you're gonna do that, do it with 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 female rappers who are, and not to say Can that rap? Trina's not good, but mm. get, let let give us give us get, let let's bar it out. You know what I'm saying? I mean, let's bar out. To continue with our really absurd theorem that we've proved already that is correct of Luda being progressive with what's he's your a, fantasy? He's a feminist. Well, now he's got the remix featuring not dudes talking about that shit. He's got the girls now still talking about what they want. But it's not good. <laughs> Listening to problem. it, it's not. yeah, it's it's a wasted remix, right? Yeah, it's pointless. So there was this era in hip hop that I'm kind of glad is over, where remix just meant the same song with extra verses on the same beat. Yeah. Right. Which worked when the verses were all good. Yes. Like like right. the best example ever is the Flavor in Your Ear remix, right? Mm-hmm. The original Craig Mack Flavor in Your Ear is fine. The remix is fucking dope because everyone came to get it. But if you're not going to change the beat at all, it better be worth me hearing it. And these ladies, I'm sorry, are not worth me listening. I have no. listened to this song in its entirety maybe three times ever in life because I get over it very quickly. Right. So what so what 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 I just realized with this song is is it's a it's a smart remix that could have been great. Right. But it's not because it he was picked just, the yeah, wrong It feels thrown to together. It. It's a miss. It was a little bit of a thing for sure. Yeah, yeah it's a miss. It's, it's a, a miss. big miss. Which is also evidenced by the fact that this is one of the four songs that was not on Incognito. They added this later because they yeah. wanted to add this and make it the another grab for people. Right. Right. But it's not a good grab. Yeah. It's just not a smart. It's just not a smart. It, it wasn't better. a smart remix. Could have been so much better. Because you because I, I, the, the, it, it annoys me because I can hear Missy on this. Right. I can hear too. the brat on here. Right. You ain't put him on here, though. It's also weirdly placed. Like, this should have been a bonus track or something. Like, don't put this before the last track. Yes. Don't do that. Because I think it makes a lot of people not listen to the last track. And, and the last track, 16, Fat Rabbit is good. Fat Rabbit. Yeah. I, listen, I don't like it. Really? No. I, I think this is like, uh, it's from Timbaland's C hard drive. So it's Timbaland. It's not, it's not a good beat. I do not like this hook. Timbaland on this hook is the lamest Timbaland has ever sounded. Timbaland sounds <laughs> awful on this hook. It's boring as fuck. The chant thing behind it is like creepy and weird. I don't like it. It's too aggressive for what the song is. I do not like this at so, all. I think this is a total miss. It's funny that Luda you say good it verses. sounds like the song's like a total miss. Timbaland's throwaway because so the apparently the story goes that Timbo had heard of uh Chris Lava Lava, the Hot 97.5 DJ and intern who was rapping and, you know, had a good Ripping. personality. Right. And, and this was actually recorded but never used for Incognito. So even though this wasn't on that, um, it was recorded at that time. And it was one of the first things that kind of got Luda like a big cosign because obviously Timbo was already the man. Right. And it was another, like, Southern Torch Pass moment. Um, I agree that the hook is terrible. Uh, let me touch but I love it. this song. Let me feel it. And this was actually. Luda, the way Luda attacks this beat <laughs> is so good, though. <laughs> and the guys in the background is like, let me touch it, let me touch it, let me grab it, let me grab it. And Timberland goes, let me touch it. <laughs> 
terrible. I would I would like to hear you rap this song and do every part. <laughs> so I could just sit here and just enjoy this. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> so what's interesting about it is like I never thought about it in that context till you just made fun of it so much, Pat. But I think we talked a little bit on the Missy oh. album about how sometimes Timbo does these concepts that I think miss completely. This is dog shit and like it's like he has the good. one song that we talked about where it's like the the fast food takeout shit right and right yeah I, I think tim tries to make shit work just by being funky enough and again if you took the hook out of this song i love it yeah i still think it's good because i like the beat and i like luda on it a lot luda killed sure. this shit but, but they do say the let me touch is... it let me feel it let me grab it fat rabbit way too many times yeah timbo did not he just didn't do a good job and, with this it, hook it's it's a god awful hook. It's, it's so good. bad. I also the, love... end, the end of the song where it just doesn't stop. Yeah, like yo, yo. But when it does, wow, stop, it stops and goes into the piece from Aaliyah. Are you that somebody? It's like the dirty south. Can mm-hmm. y'all really feel it? Right. And but this could have did realize, that earlier. Timbo used to do that a lot though. Timbo loved to reference his own songs and other songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Which, he likes doing that. It's kind of a weird thing to hear last on the album because it's like not ludicrous. Right. And but it's I, not, I love this it's song. It's also not any good. I love Luda on this song a lot. I think his, the pockets he hits on his flows are incredible. I don't think we talked enough about how, how well Luda raps. Oh, he I, he, he, I said he it the rap. whole time. Like he's, I'm not sure he has anything that he's uh, exceptional at or like top five at, but he does everything you'd want from an MC well. Yeah, his voice. He's is got good. a very specific style, but he's he very, does. He's but his very specific style, style is doing everything. You know, he's he has fun. He can be hard. He writes and rhymes well, but he also isn't too complicated. I would um, say, I would say, do not say Ludacris does everything. Ludacris, I think Ludacris really only has one mode, and it always. I meant everything as far as as technical MC skills. I didn't mean okay. running the gamut of of content or anything else like that, but like. Everything like, you'd want to content. build an MC, like, like to build a, a voice, that. a flow, rhyming, writing. Like the, he doesn't have a weakness as a as a raw MC to me. Right. No, he doesn't. Maybe he's he not doesn't. great any of those things. Other than like like his voice to me is top. Legendary. Like his, yeah. yeah. And delivery. Yeah, his delivery is yeah. as good as it gets. Yeah. And I, you know, what's weird is I always thought Luda was kind of more influenced by like Redman than he was other Southern rappers. And maybe that's just me comparing like. Um, the playfulness of it. Yeah. But like, we've talked about it a few times over the also last few episodes. Also their voices sound a little similar too. Yeah, and there's a, to me, there's a, a value to not taking yourself too seriously, which we've talked a few times about, but you can get away with some of the corny lines like, you fart out deep breaths and, you know, did I right. do that? It was a mis- You can get away with those things when you're having so much fun that it almost seems like you're just fucking around anyway. Right on. All right. Well, that's going to I think it's going to wrap up our discussion on Ludacris back for the first time. Yeah. Now let's do what we always do on Gold Don't Rust. We are going to give our final thoughts on this album and review it on the GDR proprietary order of rust to gold. And today we begin with the brand new father. It's the prom king. It's Andrew Barrow. Drew to Chris. I've been waiting all night to do that. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a ludicrous fan. Uh, I still am. Um, 
after listening to this album over and over uh, as an adult, it's, it's, do I still like it? I still like it, yes. I don't like it as much as Chicken and Beer or Red Light District or, you know, right. any of those, like Release Therapy even, like the Ludacris, like those albums, they're still, the, the, those are like, that's Luda at his, at his prime. But this album is definitely Luda trying to figure it out and try to understand what's going on. And I can respect it. I mean, the hooks are okay. I get what they are. Um, the rapping is top tier. It still is. I, it's always yeah, been. Sure. It's top tier. I do like a lot of these songs. I still play a lot of these songs. But the ones that I skipped, talking about them this way, I get why. I don't like them. And even having said all that, I give it, I give it, I give it a low end. It's a low end silver because yes, the hooks are not good, but the rapping still is just, it's great still right now. And I, you got to respect the rapping. I got to word right on. All right. It gets a silver from Andrew Barrow. The low end. Yeah. Let's, let's kick it over. Low end silver. We got to make the note. (laughs) All right. And then we're going to throw it over to Rick Strip Jr. I kind of expected going into this that I was going to end up giving this a gold. And I say that only to say, not that it aged worse than I thought it did, but I think I was kind of forgetting the full, every full moment of this album. When I think of it as an album, there's enough high points to me that this seems like a classic to me. What's Your Fantasy and Southern Hospitality are... are classic singles i think the intro is fantastic i think ho is a great concept song i think there's a lot of moments that are really high on this for me even now not just nostalgia either i think they've aged well partly because of what drew just said luda can rap i try not to lean too much on that because i know i'm i'm an mc guy right like you could be rapping over garbage beats and as long as you can spit i'm gonna listen to it again at least once more because i love rappers Mm -hmm. but the thing about rapping to me is Good rapping, I've never heard good rapping that wasn't timeless. There's good beats that only fit an era or a sound, right? But if you can spit, you can forever fucking spit. And when, when, when I listen to this now, and parts of it, I kind of forget that it's 21 years old. That makes me know that it, it still has to at least be a silver, which is what I'm going to give it. Because there are some low moments, and there are some things that didn't age so well. And there's a little bit of rough decision-making. But it was his intro album, and he was still trying to figure it out. But there's enough high points and enough really good rapping that I have to give it a silver. All right, we got two silvers so far, and that's going to bring it to my review. Two Pat. After five songs, I felt like, all right, I, I get it. Like I get what this album has for me. Every song feels like it has the same thing for me. Uh, there are the highlight standout tracks that are a little different. I, mean, I think, undeniably, Southern Hospitality is the best song on this thing. I know, Rick, you deny that, but I, I think it's without question that Southern Hospitality is the best song on this. And that's really the only song I would, I would want to take from it at any point going forward. It, it's very surface-level music. It's not, my, it's not my bag, really, to begin with. It, it's not for me, and I get that. 
and I really do feel like it is being made with the purpose of figuring out how to make sellable music. He figures out how to make sellable music, but this is him figuring out how to do it. Even the best songs on here, the ones at the end, or the most well-known ones, don't sound like the rest of the album. They were clearly recorded at a different time. It feels kind of more like a tape than an album. But Ludacris is very good, and his verses on every single track are great. There's not a weak verse from Ludacris on this thing. His delivery is fantastic. He's he's figuring out the style of how to do it. He's and now that I know he was a radio DJ, he clearly came into it with like the I'm gonna make radio music to make that kind of money. I'm doing this for that purpose. It makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. And but working on this style, the way he did it, ultimately worked out for him. He made some really fantastic music after this. I I do think Word of Mouth and Chicken and Beer are great. They're I like those records. I had Chicken and Beer and I liked it. So. This is, for a ludicrous stan, I understand that this is a valuable album. But for a casual listener, no. Go listen to Chicken and Beer. You don't need this one. Anything he has for you, he does better later. There's nothing here that is any, good point. any like additional. Anything he does, it's just the beginning stages of what he does better later on a, you know, a bigger scale. Right. You know, that said... The the rapping's really great, and he's he's clearly working on what he's doing. This album has value. I agree with both of you. It's a silver record. I don't think the songs are good, but I think it's a silver record. Nice. Okay, I, 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 I'll take that. Unanimous you're silver. Because right. word of mouth, it, when he when he dropped word of mouth, it was like, oh, okay. That's, yeah, like is, I said, that's is, the one that made yeah, me go back like to this. Like, he figured it right. out. Yeah. He figured it out. And then that chicken and beer still blows my mind. I got that on vinyl. Yeah. That's one of that's, my, good, that's one of my favorite really records record. ever. Like it's great. Shout out so, to Mr. Chris Bridges, though. Yeah, yeah shout out Ludacris. Ludacris is. I think we can all agree Ludacris is great with what he did with his career too. I mean, he flipped it as soon as he yeah. got in Crash. That was it. Now, boom. Now he's acting. Even his career as a rapper, like you can look even now, and people are gonna even more so later. But you can look right now back at his career as a whole, as a rapper, right? His whole catalog of music, features, oh, yeah. everything. He's probably the the has the best longevity of any southern rapper ever. Yeah. As far as continued high quality output. For sure. Which was started here. So yeah, it's a good starting off point. Real quick, last thing I want to say about this album is I've always loved the name Back for the First Time. I don't know why. I think it's so simple and so dope and says exactly what he wanted to do. Yeah, it's a clever way of saying what he's what he's trying the point he's trying to make on the right. whole album. It's yep. a good statement. Yep. For sure. Luda. For sure. Okay. And that's going to wrap it up for our discussion of, of Ludacris back for the first time, which is going to bring us to a segment on Gold Don't Rust. Uh-oh. And today on Gold Don't Rust, we are going to be playing the third edition of A Million and One Questions. Ooh. All right. Do you remember the rules for uh, A Million of course. and One Questions? Yes, we do. Do you want to restate them just in case? Yes. The rules for A Million and One Questions began a Google query. And this week, it's all things... It's all... Everything's relating to people on this album. Most of them are ludicrous related because a lot okay. of people want to know a lot of things about ludicrous. I've learned. Okay. <laughs> and then it's whoever gets whoever gets one first. The next person gets one more guess to try to top it. And if they top it, then of they course. get that point. Correct. Yeah. I'm gonna okay. let new daddy go first before we even figure out who goes. Wow. When, so. Oh, we're yeah, we're Word. supposed to do a coin flip. You're, no, we're good. That's you're cool. heating the first round. Yep. 
Okay. Are we ready? Drew yeah. to Chris can go first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Drew to Chris. Drew to Chris. The first one is Ken Ludacris. <laughs> Ken Ludacris act. Ooh. Ken Ludacris act is not Damn. on the list. Oh, okay. God. Okay. Uh, Here we go. See, this immediately makes me think of my, my least and most favorite moment of this game when. Drew got Ken Jay-Z Cook. That still makes no sense to me. <laughs> so Ken Ludacris. Fuck. Ken Ludacris skateboard. I don't know. I got nothing. Incorrect. That is yeah, not on the list. Drew, you have another guess. Ken Ludacris. Ken Ludacris Drive. Ken Ludacris Drive is not on the list. Oh Rick. My gosh. <laughs> uh, can Ludacris play basketball? Not on the list. Fuck. No, Drew. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm going to give you guys one more each before I call it. Shit. Can Ludacris rap? Can Ludacris rap is... It's not the full thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a half point if half Rick does it because it's... It's Ken Ludacris Rap Fast is number five out of five. So it's the bottom one. Okay. Rick, if you can get anything above. Did we already say Ken, Ken Ludacris, Ludacris Act? Did we do that already? I did yeah, that one we first. We did, yeah. It's, uh, yeah oh, so so Ken Ludacris make beats or produce beats or something like that. Incorrect, Drew. Fuck. You get. Actually, I will give you the full point. We'll That's give fine. you the full point. So what Drew, are they then? You get the point on it. Number one is Ken Ludacris Sing. Oh, that was going to be my next guess. Right. <laughs> and the reason, the reason I picked this one and did it first is for the number two. What's number, number two? number two is Ken Ludacris Cook. Jesus fucking Christ. And I looked into it, and Ludacris has a web series called Ludacris Can't Cook. I know he does, which is it's why I It's called Ludacris that, Can't but Cook. But I should have I I stuck funny. with it when I brought it up. That's See how funny. fucked up it is that I, that I thought of that and still didn't even That's guess so it. funny. So, oh, yeah, that's, that's fucked up. That's, I'm really upset that I like thought of that but didn't think of it. Right. All right. Okay. Drew's up one now. Does that mean Drew's, I start the Drew's next up, one? Yeah. Drew's up one one nothing. Rick, you get the advantage in the second one. Okay. Because you did not make it. Rick, the next one is does Ludacris does Ludacris does Ludacris live in Atlanta? Does Ludacris live in Atlanta? Is not on this Fuck. list. Drew, Damn. what is your first guess? Um, does Ludacris drink? Does Ludacris drink? Is not on the list. Rick, what is your next guess? Does Ludacris have braids? No, this is not mystical. This Fuck. is Ludacris. Drew. Dang. Does Ludacris... Does Ludacris work out? Does Ludacris work out is not on this list. One more guess each, All Rick. Right. What oh do you have? The, the easy one. Does Ludacris act? Does Ludacris act is not on this list. Fuck. Drew, the whole board is wide open. There are one, two, three, I'm four, struggling. five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine. Does Ludacris. There's nine things on the board that you can grab. 
Does Ludacris drive? Does Does Ludacris drive is not on here? Jesus. What is what on fuck, here? We suck. Does Ludacris still make music? What the? F- I was gonna what? say still rap. Actually. Why would I do? But why would I? Why would I guess that? I don't want to know. I, I, of course, he's still making music. That's a. That's dumb. Well, does Ludacris have a son? Does Ludacris have a Grammy? Does Ludacris own Jif? What? Like does Ludacris own Jif? <laughs> does Ludacris have a brother? Does Ludacris have a sister? Does Ludacris voice in GTA? Does Ludacris still rap? Does Ludacris have siblings? Does Ludacris have a wife? Everyone wants to know about Ludacris's okay, family. See, apparently, this is this is and this is this is the part that I really don't like about this game because I don't <laughs> care about none of that shit, bro. But I don't. Do. I, that's why people I wouldn't do. guess any of that. I don't give All a right, fuck guys, about. Does Ludacris have brothers? Is Ludacris <laughs> does Ludacris have siblings? I don't give a fuck about your family, nigga. All right, Drew, we gotta do better though. That was weak. I'm just got to think about what okay. people would search. Think about weak. what white people would search about. All right. Fuck, bro. Okay. Okay. Let's go. The next one. Rick still has the advantage. Yep. Did Ludacris. Did Ludacris. Did Ludacris stop rapping? Did Ludacris retire? Same thing. That's like is number thing. two. Okay. All yeah, right. Drew, you would have to hit number one with one guess here, or Rick gets a point. Did Ludacris. Did Ludacris. <laughs> Fuck, bro. <laughs> I don't know what to guess because I don't, like, I don't, I, I, I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. Did Ludacris. <laughs> Did Ludacris fight? I don't know. It better not no. be about the fucking peanut butter again. No, no, it wasn't. It's not about peanut butter. The so I got a point. Is, did, yeah, Rick, it's tied up 1-1. One, one. Did Ludacris go to college? That's number one. <laughs> oh, I guess because he's from College Park and people are stupid. Did Ludacris retire? Oh, gosh. Did Ludacris have a boy or girl? Why is everybody against so one? I don't care one. about his fucking kids, bro. I, I sound terrible, but... Did Ludacris go to space? <laughs> this need to be the last one. This is fucking stupid. What do they did mean Ludacris, did Ludacris go? You know why wait. they asked that? They asked that because of that stupid, because of the scene in that damn Fast and Furious. Him and right, Tyrese, right, right, right. they I go to space in the fucking shit. Comes out. Fast and the Furious, right. <laughs> okay, the rest of them are, did Ludacris change his flow? Did Ludacris have a baby? Did Ludacris have a son? Did Ludacris play in Fast and Furious? Did Ludacris have a baby boy? Did Ludacris discover Justin Bieber? <laughs> God, bro. I hate white people, man. This is so fucking... I hate this shit. I love it. I love how stupid people are. I hate the fact are. that people, like, are, they care about this shit. I wish we could yeah. see how many people I don't give a fuck about things. none of that. Yeah, I don't give... Uh, it's, I mean, <laughs> what, who knows? That's what people search on Google, man. All right, well, now we know okay. people care about his family, so let's keep going. All right, let's the do next, it. The guess. next one. Drew's up. Yes, and today... Oh, now right now we're going to go to a different a different person. Okay. There's only, there's only two answers on the board. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ken Foxy Brown... I already Ken know the number one. Oh, I know the number one. Can I want to? Can I? Can I? Can I say well, it? Drew, uh, Rick got the point, so Drew gets the advantage. Can Foxy Brown here? Damn it! That's that is correct. One. Yeah, it's yeah. Gets a point. Fuck. Yeah. What happened to Foxy Brown? She she's, went deaf. She's deaf. She's, probably she's deaf. deaf. Really? Yeah. yeah. She woke up one day and she just 
couldn't hear. Yep. Wow. Literally Damn is man. deaf. Shit. That was an advantage to go first because I knew that shit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that was the only search results for Ken Foxy Brown. It was Ken Foxy Brown here and Ken Foxy Brown here now. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the two answers. That's here what I'm saying. That's now. it. <laughs> yeah. We don't care about nothing else. Can that Damn. bitch hear? Can she hear? Okay. <laughs> we'll go to the next one. Rick. Oh, it's 2-1 Drew Leeds. Rick, you have the advantage. All right, let's go. All right. Is Jermaine Dupree... Is Jermaine Dupree a midget? Is Jermaine Dupree a midget is not Fuck. on this list. See, but oh, Drew thought man. that was a good guess. That it was a good guess. So me and Drew are on the same Drew. page. Um, is Jermaine Dupree rich? Not on this list. Okay. Uh, is Jermaine Dupree a rapper? Not on Fuck, this list. Fuck, I'm trying to think how stupid oh ass God. people would guess. Yeah. You, 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 it's an open board still. Is Jermaine Dupree with Janet Jackson? Is Jermaine Dupree married to Janet Jackson? And is Jermaine Dupree still married to Janet Jackson? Our number two, three, four, five, and six on this All list. Right. So I got to get one higher or I'm out. You got to get one through four here. because Is Jermaine Dupree? Is Jermaine Dupree? Is Jermaine Dupree? Sh- uh, I already said midget, right? I was about to say, is he short? <laughs> uh, is Jermaine Dupree? Oh man, I don't know what's gonna be better than the Janet guess. And there's five above it, four above it, four above it. Is Jermaine Dupree alive? Drew leads three Fuck. to one. Try to go generic. The first, the f- number one is, is Jermaine Dupree married? I didn't give you that because you mentioned specifically Janet Jackson. Right, right, right. And you said, is he still with Janet Jackson? And I gave you married to Janet Jackson. I couldn't just give you married. Number two was, is Jermaine Dupree related to Bow Wow? <laughs> number three is, is Jermaine Dupree related to DeBrat? Jesus. Number four is, is Jermaine Dupree Bow Wow's dad? <laughs> And then the one underneath the Janet Jacksons, which is the last one, is is Jermaine Dupree vegan? Is Jermaine Dupree vegan? I I think my problem with this is I can't I can't think this stupid. Right. (laughs) I'm trying to do my best. So if I don't get this, it's over. Those are three one. Ricky got the advantage here. No, we still have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things prepared. So this can be a battle. Um. All right, Rick, you have the advantage here. Is Timbaland? Is Timbaland? Is Timbaland retired? Is Timbaland still producing? Same thing. Is number one, two, three, four on this list. Okay. Drew, you have to get one of the three above it. Is Timbaland? Is Timberland have a better one? Um, is Timberland working out? No, you guys missed the two most obvious ones. Related to Number missing? one, is Timberland married? Number two, is Timberland still alive? <laughs> Number three, is Timberland alive? <laughs> 
Why Number would four. I ask that when I know that the man is alive, bro? I'm not going to ask those questions. All right, so three, two. Four. three, two. It's, yeah, three, two. Yeah. I'm coming is Timbaland back. still producing? Is Timbaland related to Aaliyah? Is Timbaland and Pharrell related? Is Timbaland still married? Is Timbaland us.online legit? Is, <laughs> is Timbaland Filipino? <laughs> what? what the fuck, bro? <laughs> I would right. not get any of those. Yo, if because you got, I already know because uh, I know that he's related to to Pharrell. I, why would I ask you, that? If you correctly guessed is Timbaland Filipino, even though it was like the tenth answer, I would have just succeeded this game. You could win because that's <laughs> all right. Well, it's it's three two. Drew has the advantage. Mm-hmm. We're moving into the next question. Okay, I'm taking out the number one answer. Okay, because it's too obvious. All right. The question is, what does ludicrous? And I'm taking out the number one answer because it's what does ludicrous mean? And that could be someone Googling the definition of ludicrous. So right, I'm right, right. It out. It That's needs fair. to be all things. I'm with it. About this. So right. what does ludicrous? What does ludicrous eat? You are really concerned about food and exercise <laughs> today. No, that is not on this list. Uh, <laughs> what does ludicrous earn? Ah, that what was does Ludacris make? One. Is what you're asking. Yeah, what yeah. is yeah. his income? That is not on this wow. list. Wow, come Drew, on, that's what is not your on second there. Guess not on there. What does Ludacris drive? Fuck, that's my next. What answer. does Ludacris drive? Is number one, two, three, four, five, six on this list? Oh, damn! Of okay. nine things. I gotta get a top five then. Top yeah. five. What well, does Ludacris? What does Ludacris own? Oh. Drew is up Fuck. four to two. What does Ludacris look like? Is number one. What? What's, What's the, the answer? Bro? Wait, hold on. Can you just click that? No, I can't because uh, I take screenshots right. of the question. So I, I want to know what one. comes up when you Google what does Ludacris look like? Apply pictures of Ludacris in Google like? Images like fucking should happen. What does Ludacris look like? What does Ludacris do now? What does Ludacris sing? What, <laughs> oh my God. What does bro. Ludacris look like now? <laughs> oh my God. What does it look like now? Uh, what does Ludacris's wife do? What does Ludacris drive? What does Ludacris mode do? Maybe that's about a, a video game. Drew's up 4 2. But if I don't have, get this one, it's got to be over, right? We have one, two, three, four, five more things. It'll be up by three. It'll be close. All right. Yeah. Okay. So this one's this one's very short. There's one answer. You guys probably both won't get it, but I'll give you a couple guesses because the answer's funny. Because this one's not a question. I just started doing like statements. I wrote ludicrous shouldn't. What was the the number uh, one thing? Act anymore. Of... Incorrect. Drew, Fuck. what's your guess? Oh, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> um... <laughs> What, Ludacris shouldn't rap anymore? No, incorrect. Rick, I'll give you guys one more guess. Ludacris shouldn't have cut his hair? (laughs) Incorrect, but a good guess. Drew, one more. Ludacris shouldn't... What? (laughs) (laughs) Ludacris shouldn't... I don't even know. What What? autofills when you... Do you want me to just tell you? Yeah, I don't what even auto know. fills when you type "ludicrous shouldn't" is "ludicrous shouldn't be alive." <laughs> what? What? 
I swear to God. What is wrong with people, bro? Why? Why do they not shouldn't. want Ludacris to yeah, be I totally, alive, bro? I totally didn't expect one, that. And then the other ones were Ludacris shouldn't memes and Ludacris shouldn't words. So it's nonsense, but the top one is Ludacris shouldn't be alive. Dude, I totally didn't expect that. Because when I said the, the world, shouldn't have cut bro. his hair, you said it was like a good guess. As I just, Ludacris I mean, shouldn't. Wow. A reasonable bro. thing. This isn't reasonable. That's crazy. All right, let's go to the next one. All right. Rick, you still have advantage. All right. The next one is Can Jermaine Dupree, or no, not Ken, does Jermaine Dupree, sorry, does Jermaine Dupree, does Jermaine Dupree own So So Deaf? Not on this list. Fuck. Too specific. True. Does Jermaine Dupree? Does Jermaine Dupree rap? Not on this list. Wow. It's only four items. Rick. Only four. Okay. Does Jermaine Dupree... Oh, can I give a hint first? Sure. Think, think about the kind of things that have been coming up a lot tonight. Yeah. Does Jermaine Dupree have a son? Jermaine, does Jermaine Dupree have a son is the number one answer. Wow. Four, yeah, three. See, there wow. you go. The next ones were, does Jermaine Dupree have siblings? Does Jermaine Dupree have a daughter? And then does does Jermaine Dupree make beats? <laughs> I want to know about his family. Does he also make beats? Dude, so if you hadn't given the hint, my guess was going to be, does Jermaine Dupree use a high chair? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank right. you for giving that Funny. joke, and it was worth it. All right, advantage goes to Drew. 4-3. All right, let's That's get it. That's right. The next one is only four things on the board. Only four. Ken Farrell... Uh, can Pharrell act? Not on this list. Uh, can Pharrell sing? Can Pharrell sing is number one with a bullet. Yeah. Is this 4-4 four, four right now? It sure is. Wow. Come back. Four, Come back. Four. I have two more prepared. Let's go. Oh, my God. We have two more prepared. We got a 4-4 four, four tied game. Let's go. Drew goes first. The goes to Drew. Let's All go, right, Daddy. Let's get it. Drew, do you want the question or the statement? Ooh. Um, the statement. Okay. Ludicrous is. <laughs> Ludicrous is. Ludicrous is black. <laughs> Not on this list. Oh, my gosh. Ludicrous is an actor. Not on this Fuck. list. True. Ludacris is Ludacris is a bad rapper. Not on this list. Oh Rick. my gosh. I feel the tension right now. Ludacris is from Atlanta? Ludacris is from Atlanta is not on Fuck. this list. What the right. fuck? I think it's one. I think it's the last guess. Yeah, it right? is. Oh my god! Ludacris is a father. Not on this list, Rick. What the, the fuck? Guess. We're tied four four. Fuck. Ludacris is in the Fast and Furious. No points awarded. Fuck. Oh, my God. So number one, one is guys. It? Number one. Ludacris is a pilot. 
Ludacris is a pilot, I would have never gotten that, bro. Because I'm not I'm not thinking about that shit. Number two is Ludacris is Muslim. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck is wrong with you Yo, people someone on the get internet, away, bro? away from Google? Number you, three is what? Ludacris is from which country? America. What? Oh my Ludacris gosh, bro. is having a boy. Ludacris is married to who? And Ludacris is how old? All right, so we got one more. Oh, okay. and it's tied. One more question, and it's tied up. Come on. And who has the advantage? Still Drew. Drew has the advantage. Come Drew. on. Drew, the last question. Where does Ludacris fuck? Where does Ludacris live? Drew wins. Is it that a million was and one easy. questions yeah. was number one. I was hoping it was I could guess live now and top him. Right. Well, that is what it is, but I'm giving it to him because Oh that's... no 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 that was separate before. Well, no, it's only separate because you guys didn't guess both. You guys I just gave it both because they're both there. Then you should have given me a chance it. to fucking be more specific. No, bro. I'm I have to give that to him. Yeah, I have to give him where does Ludacris live for where's they're asking for present address when they ask where he lives. They're not asking where he used to live. This whole game is ludicrous. Stop it. This I whole asked this game one is ludicrous. Because this, <laughs> I saved this for last because this is the best, the best ray of things that came up. So where does ludicrous live, parentheses now, is number one. Fuck you. Number two is where does ludicrous have hoes? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, actually. Number where does Ludacris have hoes? Number three is where does Ludacris live in Africa? What, bro? <laughs> number four is where does Ludacris come from? Number five is where does Ludacris vacation? Number six is where does Ludacris claim to have hoes? <laughs> what in the world, bro? Oh, where does fuck. Ludacris have citizenship? Oh my god! And where does ludic where does the word ludicrous come from, which isn't about? Wow! All right, another another contested victory. It's there's not an asterisk. That's a that's a win. I don't know. Listen back to other references. You will notice that whenever something like that happens, I always award the point. Uh uh, not always. Always. Don't be editing around shit either. Congratulations, Daddy! You deserve the victory. Yes, sir. You win in a tight game. And that's going to do you it win. for another episode of Gold Down Rust. Uh, we have a friend. His name is 360. It's 3, the number 3, S-I-X-Z-E-R-O. You can type him into the internet, and there'll be a lot of places where you can listen to his music. There's a lot more uh, coming soon. A lot yeah, more yeah. coming soon, and it's all very exciting and, and actually really fucking good. Yes, sir. Just like our theme song that he made for us. Yes, he's the truth, and thank you for the theme song and the logo. Uh, Drew has a YouTube channel. Drew, plug, go. Yes, sir. Uh, Suburban Dope YouTube channel. Uh, more videos coming very soon. I'm looking forward to it. I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing. So, yeah, it's there. It's going down. Let's go. Heard. Do we have anything else to plug? Follow us on our socials. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we're on the internet. We're on all the Gold places. Gold Rust Pod. Gold on Rust Pod. Subscribe to the pod. Tell your friends about the pod. Yeah, yeah just rate subscribe. And just it. subscribe it's, and listen. That's it. Rate and rate and review it. We have some ratings and they're all positive. That's good. You know, right. leave some leave some comments on there. Let people know you listen to it because it helps the show. Um, I guess that just leads us to what we're talking about next week. Yeah, what are we talking about next week? By the way, this was the twentieth episode. So happy twentieth anniversary, boys! Uh, 
next week we are discussing Faromanch internal affairs. Uh, so we're going to some some uh you know some of that golden era New York shit, but a little different. Interesting. I haven't listened to any of that in a long time. A lot of people know the one song but don't know the rest, so let's go. I definitely know the one song. Of course. Yeah, everybody I mean, knows the one song. We know everybody bum, knows bum, the one. Bum, but bum, I don't think bum, we know. Bum, bum, bum. Get the fuck out! Yeah, Mm-mm-mm-mm. Simon says, That's "Get right. the fuck out!" Well, Throw your hands I guess, in the sky. I guess then next whoa, week whoa, you gotta whoa. join us next week while we rub on our titties. That's right. Fuck it, fuck I it, said, it. said it. Rub on our titties. <laughs> <laughs> on. <laughs> Give me that. Pat. That's funny. Thank you.